Welcome back to the Windy City Wire podcast. My name's Sam Tanaglia, and I'm glad to be back with you after over a month of not podcasting. Um, it's just going to be me tonight. Uh, James Mercy is currently on the IL, so it's just going to be me running around uh, talking about all the craziness we've had in Chicago sports and sports in general over the past month and about 15 days or so since our last episode. So we're going to run through the Cubs and the MLB trade deadline. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of NBA and the new Bulls additions. Also, we'll have some Blackhawks talk with um, new additions there too. And then we're going to talk a little bit of Bears because the season is right around the corner, less than a month away. Um, and the Bears just finished their first preseason game this past weekend and looked pretty darn good. So let's just start it off with the good old Chicago Cubs. Friends, since the last time we talked about the Cubs, it's just gone downhill very quickly. That's uh, 100 to 0 very quick. Um, yeah, last episode, I think James and I were like debating where, these, where some of our guys would go, who's going to get traded if anyone's going to get traded, and here we are, we lost, or we we lost, technically, we traded away, which I'm kind of in favor of, get some prospects for him. We gave away Anthony Rizzo to the Yankees, Chris Bryant, the, the San Francisco Giants, Javier Baez to the good old New York Mets, and Craig Kimbrell to the dreaded Chicago White Sox, um... I mean, Trevor Williams went to the um, Mets. Uh, some other guys went some other places. Arietta just got dropped from the team. He's somehow going to the Padres. I don't know why anyone would take a chance on a guy with a 6.86 ERA. But, uh, you know, you got to beat the Dodgers somehow. And they packed in a lot of punches uh, and just a lot of ammuni- ammunition over the trade deadline. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, the Cubs, just right now, uh, currently, they're playing great baseball. They're 0-10 in their last 10 games, and now they are 20 and a half games currently out of first place in the NL Central, and they are losing 12 to something tonight. I honestly don't care. Kevin O'Malley said he is a friend of the podcast, Kevin O'Malley. Uh, he said he's going to fade the Cubs in every single bet. And honestly, he's probably been making some very good money recently. We've lost to teams such as the Marlins. Um, I don't know if Cincinnati's beating us tonight. It's just it's just not going well. Uh, not this past Friday, but the Friday before that, James, Mauricio, and I were uh, fortunate enough to go to a Cubs-White Sox game. That was the first White Sox-Cubs game at Wrigley Field during that first series, um, and it was a pretty fantastic game up until the end. Um, it, the Cubs came storming back uh, with, a, I think, a three-run home run in probably the eighth, seventh or eighth inning, put us back, tied, up, tied it up at four versus the White Sox, and then uh, we go to extra innings, and we eventually lose, but still the place was hopping. I was chirping Tim Anderson like no tomorrow. Um, he struck out a few times and went 0 for 5, so he deserved it. Um, he took that uh, hate uh, of mine, to, uh, probably personally. Uh, he could hear me pretty well, probably. 
Um, and he just demolished the baseball in the uh, good old Field of Dreams game. Uh, yeah, so Tim Anderson took that personally from me, and he's doing well now. So good for them. Good for the White Sox. We'll get into them in a little bit. But yeah, I mean, we're not even going to say anything else about the Cubs. They're playing like, I would say, it's not even a AAA roster. It's kind of like an, a spring training roster and a spring training team. It's like some of the guys are in. You're like superstars will play, and then there's a bunch of guys who you've never heard of. Uh, good old Frank Schwindel. Robinson Chirinos, uh, it's just it's just not that good. Matt Duffy, he's he's all right, but he does not deserve to start every single day on many MLB teams. So I'm just gonna say it. I'm sorry, um, but the Cubs just are looking very bad. Uh, it's it's just tough to watch. I don't think I'm gonna watch any of the games this season, and especially after the uh, the I almost said good old again. Uh, after the trade deadline, a lot of crazy stuff happened. Um, but yeah, finish up the Cubs. We're a shell of a team. Uh, I don't know where we're going from here, but you know, we got some prospects. Let's hope they turn out. That's all I can say. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not looking good for the Cubs. Uh, and yeah, the MLB trade deadline was pretty crazy. Uh, one of the craziest in recent memory or maybe of all time. Uh, teams like the Los Angeles Dodgers getting Max Scherzer and Trey Turner for pretty much the same price that the Blue Jays gave to the Twins to get Jose Barrios. I don't know how that how that's fair, but you know, uh, whatever. Uh, Dodgers are a powerhouse again. Hate it, but you know, let's go Brewers. I guess like somebody beat the Dodgers. Uh, the White Sox got Kimbrell. It's going to be helping them, except for the one game I was at where the Cubs just crushed him. Hashtag Andrew Romine. You've probably never heard of him, and I hadn't before then either. Um, the Giants get uh, Chris Bryant. Haven't heard his name for a while, but, I mean, right when the Cubs traded everybody, they were just raking. Like, it was it was terrible. Um, we expected it as Cubs fans, lose all our guys. But it's just like it hurt more than I thought it would. I think Barstool Carl would agree with me, and a lot of Cubs fans. Uh, Blue Jays got Barrios. Uh, Yankees got Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo. Uh, Mets got Baez and Trevor Williams. I'm just reading this article off the Emily Network. Um, Schwarber got dealt to the Red Sox. I think he's still on the um, DL, so I haven't heard his name too much. But honestly, I haven't been paying attention at all. Uh, Cesar Hernandez, Cesar, uh, killing it this year. If I had to say anyone's on steroids, it's got to be him. Um, he's he, he's in the White Sox team. He's on the White Sox team now. He's a good player. Never hated him. Always liked him. Good player for the Indians. Um, and yeah, it's just a lot of crazy stuff going on. Um, and one quick thing I want to talk about is how terrible the Mariners organization is. Uh, if you look that situation up just like how they traded their one of their best players Kendall Graveman who was like 4-0 um and had like a 0.4 something ERA they traded him the Mariners traded him to the Houston Astros who is another team there that they're in the same division with uh and they're they were literally playing the Astros at the time so they traded Kendall Graveman Graveman to the other team across the infield that is terrible, and the Mariners were honestly pretty close in that AL West race. 
now they're six now they're eight games behind and the clubhouse was just lost after that Kendall Graveman trade. They were like breaking things, smashing things, getting just angry at the front office and honestly the Mariners front office has sucked for a very long time. Uh but this just is the icing on top. I mean, trade one of your best guys in the clubhouse and a guy who's helped build this Mariners team over the last few years to a division rival and the team you're playing currently that day. He was Kendall Graveman was crying giving an interview or just tearing up, just tearing up. Uh just like he's like, "Yeah, this is my team. I helped bring these guys to this level. I I'm going to miss all these guys and I have to go play for these schmucks." No no shade to the Astros. I have to admit I am an Astros fan, but uh yeah, I mean Got to gotta hate that Mariners front office. That was a terrible move for them. Um, but yeah, it, the trade li- deadline was crazy. Uh, and there's a bunch more moves that I did not even talk about. Uh, yeah, I, oh, I just read that the Dodgers acquired Danny Duffy. I remember that one. I forgot about that. But yeah, Duffy's been a solid player on the Royals. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, Dodgers are... In my opinion, it's going to be Dodgers or Brewers and White Sox right now in the World Series if White Sox can fend off Houston or something like that in the AL. Um, I The Rays are also surprising in that in the AL. They're always good, and they have the lowest payroll in the league. Don't know how they do it. Um, the Red Sox and Yankees are fighting for a playoff spot with the Blue Jays right on their heels. Uh, Indians are obviously out of it, and Athletics are only two getting two and a half games back of the Astros. So it's gonna be a contested wild card spot or contested wild card spots. There's two of them uh, in the AL and National League is just crazy too. Phillies are only one game behind the Braves with the Mets only two and a half games out at first place in the NL East. Uh, in the NL Central, uh, yeah, Brewers uh, they're they're up eight games in the Reds. Cardinals 10 behind, Cubs 20 and a half, and Pirates 29 and a half. So NL Central really representing this year. Um, and then you got the Giants still ahead of the Dodgers. I, I Go Giants, like seriously. The Padres seem to be out of it. They're 10 games behind. Unless they can still pull it together for a wild card, which honestly they could. They have. I'm looking at it right now. They have a better record than any team in the NL East and uh, they're better than the Reds and the Cardinals right now. So Padres would get a wild card. Um, and the Dodgers, Padres-Dodgers, those could be the, or Dodgers-Giants, whatever. Um, one of those teams is going to get the wild card, possibly two in the NL West. So it's going to be a little crazy. Um, we will see what happens. Uh, yeah, we'll, we will see what happens with the uh, good old MLB playoffs. Uh, it says, as I said, good old again. Personally, I don't think the Dodger or anyone can beat the Dodgers, and it's sad because you know it's just not not fun to watch the Dodgers succeed every single year. Uh, yeah, I mean, pull for Chris Bryant if you have to on the the Giants. Pull for Anthony Rizzo on the Yankees, whatever. Um, and the White Sox going to them, they're doing well, very well. Uh, they did really. They, it was a fun game to watch in the Field Dreams game. Think the MLB should do that every single year. Um, I don't think they're going to do it every year, but it's the next slated game at the Field of Dreams will be the Cubs versus the Cincinnati Reds. I think in uh, 2022 or something like that. Maybe that is next year. Jeez. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what day it is. I had a stressful day at work. Uh, okay. So, yeah, White Sox are good. 
their uh, team's crushing it. Uh, Jose Abreu's great. Um, Andrew Vaughn's doing well. Tim Anderson's good. Moncada could be better, but he's still pretty good. Adam Engel killed the Cubs. Brian Goodwin also hit a home run against the Cubs. Um, Eloy's been crushing it as late as he's come back. Uh, and yeah, I mean, Sebi Zavala's been pretty pretty good. Uh, Billy Hamilton, I just don't like him. He's just a nutcase, in my opinion. Fun guy to have on your team, not a fun guy to play against. Uh, yeah, and then Cesar Hernandez, too. So, very good team for the White Sox. Uh, I I could see them going to the World Series. It's sad to say as a Cubs fan, but sure is possible. Uh, what else we got here? So, who are thinking for the championships? We already got that one. So, Dodgers, maybe Giants, maybe somebody else in the NL. Not going to be the Cubs. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, Brewers, possibly. Good pitching staff. American, as I said it, uh, probably going to be Rays. Probably not the Red Sox. Doesn't have the, they don't have the best pitching staff. White Sox, poss- for, they have a good chance. Uh, Astros, Athletics will probably fold in the playoffs as usual. And, yeah, so we will see what happens in the MLB playoffs. Um, those are also coming up soon. Uh, October baseball, a few months away. Um, October, September also mean sort of football season. But hey, hold your hor- hold your horses. Uh, we'll get to football later. First of all, switching gears from baseball and the terrible Cubs and the good old White Sox, as they they are good. Um, they are good. It's sad. Congrats, Adam Buckley, Kevin O'Malley, and Mick Hennigan, whatever. Uh, good for you guys. Now into Chicago Bulls. We're all hyped about that in Chicago, I guess. Uh, I am actually hyped about it. I have been a fan of Lonzo Ball for a while. And DeMar DeRozan's not that bad of a player either. And the Chicago Bulls got both of them at the trade dead, or the free agency period or traded for him or something. They traded for... I don't really care. They got they got DeMar DeRozan, DeRozan and Lonzo Ball. They got Alex Caruso... Tony Bradley, they got Troy Brown last year. He'll be on the team. Uh, And then they also drafted a good old guard from the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign named Ayo Dasumu. I would love to see him uh, just play sometime in this offense. Uh, I think he'll do well. Kind of big for a point guard, but he could be an all right shooting guard. So our projected lineup for the Bulls right now is Lonzo, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, DeRozan, USC product, DeMar DeRozan, uh, and then Lori Markkinen, nobody knows what's going to happen with that, uh, and then Nikola Vucevic. I'm a big fan of this lineup. I am really looking forward to it, actually. Um, and even if we trade Laurie, you just plug Pat Williams, great defender, and he's actually worked on his shooting in the offseason, which is great. Um, if he can pull his offense around to where his defense is at, that would be huge for the Chicago Bulls. So Williams could be a, a small forward or a power forward. DeMar Rosen can also play the power forward a little bit, too. He's kind of undersized at like 6'7", six, 6'8", six, something like that. Um but yeah, the Bulls team is pretty good, and I'm happy about it. Uh, we'll see how that translates to a regular season team. Um, 
but yeah, I, they made some good moves. I like it. I mean, DeRozan isn't the like best player in the league. He's probably top thirty, top twenty, top top thirty. We'll say top thirty. We'll stop there. Um, but yeah, he's, it's a good team. Lonzo's no slouch either. Um, and Lonzo can give the ball to Zach Levine, just dish it out. Lonzo's worked on his jump shot too. It's gonna be good. I'm I'm happy about it. Uh, Vucevic is a walking double double. That's gonna happen a lot. Um, yeah, I think Chicago fans are hyped right now for the Chicago Bulls and the, the Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Bears, and kind of Chicago Blackhawks too. Um, our teams are looking pretty good right now, minus the Chicago Cubs. Um, yeah, but that doesn't matter because we got the Bears, Blackhawks, Bulls, um, and I guess we're cheering for the White Sox. Not me, but other people are. Um, so yeah, Bulls looking good. I'm very happy about it. I wrote in our notes, we gonna be good. Yeah, I think we're gonna be good. I'd say like a five seed in the East. East is still pretty good. Uh, but I don't think the Sixers are gonna be as good this year unless Ben Simmons figured something out. I don't, I don't even know. The Celtics aren't going to be as good, I don't think. Um, so we'll figure it out. We'll see what happens. But Bulls are looking up. They're going to make the playoffs this year. That's 100% sure, certain on that one. So I don't know if there's a bet on that, but, you know, I'd take it. So Bulls looking good. Looking at some other NBA offseason uh, acquisitions. Uh, the Clippers got Eric Bledsoe. He used to be on the team a while back, back in, like, 2013. He's back there. Uh, the Spurs got good old Dougie McDermott, uh, for a, uh, second round pick from the Pacers. Theus, Daniel Theus is going to the Rockets from the Bulls for cash. Chris Dunn, um, and a Bruno Fernandez and a second round pick going to the Celtics. Um, Tristan Thompson is going to the Kings. Hawks get DeLon, DeLon Wright. Uh, Chris Dunn, mm, not a fan. Um, doesn't. Not the best shooter in the world. Can, can handle the ball. He's, he's all right. I'm fine with that. Celtics are still not. He's not a good replacement for Ken, Kemba Walker. Let's just say that. Bucks got Grayson Allen. Um, let's see. Uh, Valanchunas is going to the Pelicans. Uh, Steven Adams going to the Grizzlies. Uh, big trade. Um, just down the list. This was August 6th. The Lakers stocking up on a team of pretty much Olympic players. Russell Westbrook joins the Lakers as a point guard. Honestly, that's a great move. I like, I love Russell Westbrook, UCLA guy. He's been good. He played very well on the Wizards last year, uh, in my opinion. Um, him and Bradley Beal, I thought they could have worked. Or they could have worked better. Honestly, I'm surprised that. I could pick it. It's sleeper team to make the playoffs last year. It would have been them. Um, but yeah, the Lakers got Russell Westbrook. Um, and I think that's great for LeBron. He doesn't have to handle the ball as much. Russell Westbrook can dish it out. Um, and same with Anthony Davis. He doesn't have to stay up top all the time. It's going to be Russell Westbrook running around. So I'm fine with that. That's a good, good move for them. So now I got Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. They shouldn't have. They should have no excuses this year. Uh, to not go far in the playoffs. Injuries, sure, they happen, but this is a good team. You shouldn't be 
you should be one of the top teams in the league. Them, Lakers and Nets, again, they're going to be some of the best. Um, Bucks, I still think they're going to be very good. Um, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll see what happens. But um, Lakers are looking good. Wizards got Spencer Dinwiddie. And then from the Lakers, they got Kuzma, Caldwell Pope, Montrezl Harrell, um, and then Aaron Holiday and stuff like that. So uh, let's see. Kyle Lowry going to the Heat. I like that move, too. Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. I like that. That's a good team. Another tough team in the East for the Bulls to contend with. Um, Landry Shamet going to the Suns. I think uh, Chris Paul is staying there, so that's good for them. Um, see if they can make another run. Uh, Cavaliers got Ricky Rubio. He seems to be on a new team every single year. Turning into Luke Ridnour of NBA players. Uh, it's both point guards, so I guess they get dealt a lot. If you know who Luke Ridnour is, you know, hit me up, please. I, I, that's a good trivia question. What teams has Luke Ridnour been on in the NBA? That's, there's been a lot. Um, and Celtics got Josh Richardson. I like that move. Uh, let's see, anything else interesting here? Not really, not really, not really. Ken, Kemba's going to the Thunder. And the Celtics got Al, Horth, Al Horford back along with... Uh, yeah, just Al Horford for Kemba kind of kind of thing. Um, the Thunder also got the number sixteen pick in this dra- in this past draft. So, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be Kemba and uh, Gilgis Alexander. So hey, why not? Thunder might do something. Who knows? They don't have Stephen Adams anymore. I like Stephen Adams. So that's where the uh, NBA season is stacking up. What teams are looking good? Um, but yeah, we're looking for looking forward to seeing DeBalzac, Damar, Lonzo, Ball, and Zach Levine. DeBalzac. We're looking forward to seeing DeBalzac this season. So DeBalzac, we are here to stay, at least for a few years. Alright, so that's Bulls. We're looking up. We're happy. Um now on to the Chicago Blackhawks, who have also made a lot of moves over this past a uh, month and 15 days since we've been on the air. Uh, big move for the Blackhawks was getting uh, Seth Jones, who's a, still fairly young, um, a very good, uh, just very good defenseman. And they also got Caleb Jones, who's his younger brother, I believe. That's kind of how they lured him in to make him, or I guess he, have him whine to come to the uh, Blackhawks. Um, we traded for him. We gave up a lot, so let's hope he um, he uh, pans out. But according to this Daily Faceoff uh, website, we have the number twelve defensive uh, line one pairing in the NHL. So, uh, yeah, I mean, okay, Seth Jones, Calvin DeHaan, going to take the uh, first line for the defense. They got Jake McCabe, Connor Murphy on the second one, Caleb Jones, and Wyatt Kalynuk. Uh, on the third line. So, hey, uh, we're looking forward to seeing Seth Jones play. I like it. It's a smart move. I've always liked Seth, uh, Seth Jones um, on the uh, Columbus Blues Blue Jackets, I believe. Yeah, Columbus Blues Jackets. Hopefully I'm right. Uh, I haven't played NHL in a long time. Uh, yeah, so Seth, Seth Jones, we're happy. Um, they're also getting good old Jonathan Taze, the captain, back. This season, he had a uh, rare 
illness that we talked about in the last episode. So um, you can look that up if you or you can listen to the episode. You can look it up on the Internet. But Jonathan Taze was going through some health problems. But he uh, seems to be back now, and uh, we're all happy to see it. Hopefully he can do pretty well and just be okay and feel happy on the ice, honestly. Like, I'd be happy with that. We need a few more good years out of Kane and Taze. I'd be very happy with that. So looking at the offensive uh, lines here, uh, we got Alex Debrinkett at left wing, Kirby Dock at center. Hopefully he comes back and has a good year. Patrick Kane at right wing. That's going to be your first line. Debrinkett, Doc, Kane, second line, Kubelik, Taze, Strom, strong line. Uh, then third, we go Philip Kurashev, uh, Henrik Borgstrom, and Tyler Johnson, another new addition we got um, from the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's kind of older, hasn't been as good as he used to be, at least just over a few years ago, he used to be very good. Um and then uh, I think we still have, I don't know about Nylander. I think we have him. Um, but we did sign Brandon Hagel to a big extension. So uh, we're happy about that. Should be a better team. And then another big uh, acquisition we had was we traded for uh, some guy you might have heard of in the NHL over the past probably 10 years. Mark andre Fleury. He uh, won a Stanley Cup on the Pittsburgh Pen- Penguins with Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. Uh, and then he uh, won a Stanley Cup a few years ago with the Las Vegas Knights. So uh, our goalie pairing is going to be a Flurry and Lankinen pairing. And I'm, I'm good with that. Lank played really well at the start of the year last year. Um, if he can keep that going through this year. I mean, he had a bad second half last year. I'm hoping to get back to his first half numbers last year, this year. Um, I think that's going to be a good defense or a good goalie pairing. Um, and our defense isn't terrible, but we could beef up a little bit. Some of these guys, not sure really who they are. James is our usual resident expert on the Blackhawks, but I'm looking forward to this team. Uh, Kiara, we also got, uh, Kiara and Ryan Carpenter, or Hagel, Kiara, and Carpenter. That's going to be our fourth line pairing. So not bad, not bad for the Blackhawks. Um, I also wrote down in our notes, we going to be good. I mean, we're going to be better than last year, that's for sure. I think we could slip into the playoffs. Mm, don't think we're going to do anything. Um, but I, the team is much better than last year. It's good to see some faces like Jonathan Taze and Kirby Dock come back. Hopefully they're healthy. Um, and I'm looking forward to watching the team. Looking forward to betting on some games um, and just watching a bunch of Chicago sports. Really looking forward to it. Blackhawks, Bulls, looking good. White Sox, looking good. Cubs, not even going to say anything. All right. Uh, and now we move on to the Chicago Bears. Folks, in a few weeks, this show is going to be, well, I mean, we're still going to talk Bulls, Blackhawks, Bears, White Sox, but this is a fantasy, this is a football-oriented podcast. We we dive into everything, but this is a football-oriented podcast. I think we all, all my friends in my group here for fantasy football, we love, we love football. I think I'm... We love baseball. We love everything else. But I think I, I would speak for us all saying football is 
a majority of us, on average, our favorite sport to watch and play fantasy in. Um, and then we love the Chicago Bears. We love going to games, and we just just get hyped when they play. And this team is deserving of hype, in my opinion. We're not fantastic, but we do have players that I am really looking forward to seeing. Andy Dalton is our quarterback right now. I don't think that lasts more than three games. Justin Fields is going to be great. If you saw him in this past Saturday's game, he looked very good. Um, And, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to Justin Fields. I don't know when I'm going to take him in fantasy, but it's going to be pretty early because I want Justin Fields on my team. We got Terry Cohen coming back from injury. Uh, We signed Damir Bird. He's not not too much, Um, but just going down our depth chart here, we got... We're going to say Fields is our starter. Fields is our starter. Montgomery and then Cohen, Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, Marquise Goodwin, Demir Bird, Riley Ridley, and then we still have Daz Newsome on the farther down the depth chart. Justin Hardy, who we signed. J- Javon Wims, how is he still on the team? He's still there. I'm, if he makes the opening day roster, holy cow. Um... Also, a big year coming from Cole Komet. I am praying to God he has a good year. We need a tight end that can play. I, sh- I want Cole Komet to do well. We ripped on him so much last year on the podcast. He needs to have a good year. And I can feel it coming. I just, I want it. I really want it. Uh, looking into our offensive line, we uh, made a big signing of Jason Peters. He is the... Uh, He's a nine-time Pro Bowler. He used to play on the Eagles for a very long time. He's a veteran. He's coming in. We signed him to, a, I think, one- or two-year deal or something like that. Um, but he is an old He's an old pro. He's a veteran. He can kind of talk. He can mentor somebody like a Tevin Jenkins. Um, Lovecavius Simmons. Uh, Arlington Hambright. All these young guys can look up to Jason Peters. I think that's going to be an all right offensive line. We played pretty well last year. Like I wasn't too I wasn't too upset with the offensive line last year as I have been in years before. And Peters, I I haven't seen many people giving him hate. Maybe he's old and he's been hurt in the past, but he can still play. Like he's better than Arlington Hambright. I mean, Lacavius Simmons, sorry guys, like Larry Borum. Dra- we drafted him, but like Another guy, Jason Peters, can mentor. Our guys are going to be Jason Peters at left tackle, left guard, Cody Whitehair, center, Mustafer, Sam Mustafer. Uh, right guard is James Daniels, and then right tackle is going to be uh, Jermaine Fetty. So, uh, you know, that's that's a lineup that we can work with. I'm not too sure. Um, I don't. I'm, we're not diving into the whole divisions yet, but we're just talking about Bears. We're looking forward to it. Uh, good offensive line. Let's hope the defense, that's the part where our team just struggled last year. Our defense just didn't show up in, as we have in years past. We haven't showed up like we have in years past, and we need to get back to that level. Akeem Hicks, we're gonna play, he's playing defensive end. He's still back. Um, Eddie Goldman, I think, he, I don't, I think he sat out last year. I, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, Goldman's back, Blau Nichols, um, and then we're going to have Khalil Mack, linebacker, Roquan, Trevathan, Robert Quinn. He's got to have a better year, too. 
Um, Jalen Johnson is going to be our cornerback. Happy with that. Artie Burns is a backup. Um, and then Gibson, he needs to have a better year too. Jackson, Eddie Jackson, beast. And then uh, Kendall Vildor. He's going to be our right cornerback. So, okay. And then Desmond Trufant, Duke Shelley. Uh, and, yeah, Thomas Graham Jr., another draft pick. So, you know, it's it's not the it's not the worst team in the league. That is 100% sure. Um, and we got guys that can still play. Uh, Khalil Herbert, our draft pick for running back. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised to see him getting carries and uh, playing time. Uh, I mean, we got Montgomery Cohen, Damian Williams, and Herbert. I honestly don't see the need for Damian Williams, in my opinion, but I guess you need somebody to run the ball if Montgomery gets hurt. Uh, so, yeah, Bears, looking forward to it. They had a big win uh, over the Dolphins on Saturday. Looked good. Offense looked good. I think this season it's going to rest on Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy, you got it, man. Come on, show us what you got. We need it. We need to have a good year. I'm really looking forward to it. Bears are going to be fun to watch. Um, yeah, I'm I'm stoked, ready for fantasy drafts, for fantasy football, ready for more football for Bears. Only two more preseason games. Season's coming up. It's going to be a tough first week versus the Rams, but we're going to be fine. We're going to be all right. We're going to figure it out. It's going to be a fun team to watch, fun team to spend money on. Good times all around with the Bears. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm happy now, but I'll probably be week seven and I'll be like, oh my gosh, what happened? Yeah, but right now we're looking up. We're looking up. Everyone's here right now. We're we're looking up. So that's the Bears. Alrighty, real quick, let's run through some fantasy football. You can cut off and stop listening now if you don't want to hear it. Um, McCaffrey's number one. Cook is number two for rankings on ESPN. Saquon's three, Kelsey is four, Kamara's five, Henry's six, Zeke is seven, John the Taylor's eight, Devontae Adams is nine, and Tyreek Hill is tenth. Um, I have the seventh pick in our in our draft this year. Not sure how it's going to turn out. Uh, Emmett Zima is a wild card every single year in his draft, in our drafts. Um, he, he He's going to take Kelsey or Henry, um, either one of those guys. I, I would want Henry, but he's not going to let that happen. Nor is the fifth and sixth person. Um, so we'll see about that one. Uh, but yeah, the fantasy, I'm just debating whether to, how early it is to take a good tight end like Darren Waller or TJ Hawkinson. Um, I'm wondering, is a player like Aaron Jones, who's ranked 13th, going to be better than a player like Jonathan Taylor, who's ranked 8th? Is Nick... Aaron Jones and Nick Chubb, are they going to be better than Austin Eckler this year? I'm not sure. We're in a PPR league, so Eckler has a lot of value. Um, but we will have to see. I have some sleepers this year. I'm not going to be discussing them until our draft because, uh, honestly, I could talk about them right now because nobody from our fantasy league listened to this podcast. Najee Harris, going to be a beast, in my opinion. He's literally Le'Veon Bell 2.0. Be looking out for Najee Harris in your fantasy drafts this year. He that the offensive line for the Steelers is not good, but Harris uh, Najee Harris is six two, two thirty, and comparing his stats to Le'Veon Bell, let's look it up really quick. 
his size, Le'Veon Bell was 6'1", 225. Five pounds heavier, one, or one inch higher. One inch taller, Najee Harris. They're going to give him the ball. He's going to get passes. He's going to get receptions. He's going to run the ball. And who do they have behind him? Anthony McFarland? Not going not gonna to make a difference. Um, Najee Harris, be ready for him. Get ready. Take him if you can. All right, folks. Well, that was a jam-packed uh, return episode of the uh, Windy City Wire podcast. Uh, we're very glad to have you all listening again. Sorry for our quick delay. I've been working like a dog lately. Um, making money, though. Still working like a dog. Um, school's been busy for me. James has been busy, too. It's We're grown-ups. We got to work. We got school. We got stuff. It's not easy to do a podcast every week. Hopefully, we're going to resume in the fall. We will see about that. Bears, looking forward to it. White Sox, guys, have fun. Bulls, looking forward to it. Blackhawks, looking forward to it. It's been a great episode. Thank you for listening, everybody, and have a great night. And we'll do it. Yeah, is this, this will work okay? You know how to get it off of Zoom? No, I'm I'm recording it on Anchor still. Just I have your voice on loud on my, off my computer. Show sure, show. Sure. Yeah. All right. Give it like five ten seconds and we'll be good to go. You can hear me okay though, right? Yes. Welcome back to the Windy City Wire podcast. My name's Sam Tenaglia, and I'm very happy to be back with James Maurice on this episode. Uh, we It's been a while, James. How are you? I'm good, Sam. It has been a while. Um, it's a good It's good to be back, and with football starting up, this is kind of our uh, in-season, if you will, so um, very excited to be back. Um, I also want to wish Sam a very happy birthday today, so if anyone... Um, wants to wish him a happy birthday after listening to this do it it is today uh september 8th so happy birthday bud thanks boss uh yeah jordan year it's gonna be an interesting one um <laughs> looking forward to doing a lot of bets uh watching a lot of football hanging out so it'll be good all right yeah i mean tonight i'm going to the cubs game so maybe i'll throw some bets down on that too we'll see we got our well, that's actually an interesting uh uh, forward to another segment we want to add to our podcast, right, James? Yeah, we're gonna do something a little bit different. We're gonna um, spark some uh, some bet talk, a um, couple spreads we like, unders, overs, money lines, anything, um, you know, injury stuff like that. Just kind of uh, something maybe to give our listeners a little bit more. Also, uh, gonna be hitting on a little bit of uh, college football as well. So stay tuned mm-hmm. for that after uh, Bears talk. For sure. We're looking forward to it. I think it's been probably over a month since you've been on the podcast. I think the last show I did by myself. So it's just Dude, great, it's, great to be back. It's been a while. It has. It's been a while. We've both been so busy. I'm working two jobs, doing two classes. I Yeah, I have no clue what's going on, but we're here. Yeah. We're here, we're here. We're, we're 
we're here. Let's go. Let's All right. go. We're, well, we're leading off the show with our good old Chicago Cubs, who we thought they were uh, just going to tank, you know, go for top pick um, after trading Bryant, Rizzo, Baez. Um, but now they have hit like a home run in 15 straight games and are on a seven-game winning streak. Um, I I don't know what's going on. I think they lost yesterday, but they were having a seven-game win streak. I have no clue uh, what is going on, why they're doing this, um, but there's been some players on the Cubs that have been just really killing it lately. Yeah, I mean, they just they look like they've found... I don't know what it is. Maybe they just, they're so far past um, the guys getting traded. They're just like, you know, we're the guys here. Let's just do this. And I think the pitching thing's been a lot better. But honestly, Sam, I haven't, I don't really watch the, I haven't watched the Cubs and I haven't watched a full game in a, in a very long time. And I don't know. It's, uh, I like seeing all the alerts of us getting runs and beating these teams. But um, yeah, I'm just kind of disinterested right now. And, I think it's just because they're they're what twenty games back, but um, we'll see what we'll see what they add. But it's interesting to see that um, a guy Patrick Wisdom, a no name guy, can take over an Anthony Rizzo first base position and put up numbers, as well as uh, Frank Schwindel over at third, vice versa, first and third. You can switch them. So they're both playing really well, and um, it kind of makes you think like, oh well. Maybe it makes sense why you, why Jed didn't want to dish out a boatload of money to Rizzo and Brian if we have our corner infielders in house already. So I don't know; those guys seem like they can be everyday bats in the lineup next year. So, what what are your thoughts? I mean, Schwindel's been killing it. Uh, he hit like I think five or six home runs in seven games or something last week or something. Um, he's been looking great. Wisdom could possibly be top five, maybe top three in the NL Rookie of the Year race. Um, you never know, but I like Ortega, too, to go along with those two corner infielders. Our team right now, it shouldn't be playing well, but we are, so I don't know what to think of it. I kind of want them to tank because I want them to start actually go to a rebuild, um, but yeah, I mean, they're playing good baseball, so, but I haven't, I agree. I have not watched the game in a very long time. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, anything else you want to add on the Cubs? I'm, I'm going to the game tonight. I'm sitting in, uh, row five of like one of the sections in the, uh, 1914 club. So that'll be pretty cool. You're going today against who? Mills. Mills is pitching. Mills versus, uh, I think like Gutierrez or something for the Reds. So, I got a uh, I got Cubs money line. Yeah, Cubs money line Cubs tonight. Lines. Yeah, we will see. All but right. let's I look. Like it. Yeah. So uh, Cubs, you know, we'll see what happens. But um, we're looking to next year. We're not. Uh, let me take a look. I think Barstool Carl made a post about this yesterday. Um, yeah, the Cubs are 21 games back of the Brewers in the Central, but they're only 10 games back of the Reds, who are the, I guess, let's see, actually. No, I have no clue. There's uh, a chance. There's a but chance, it, but it's, it, I don't even want it to happen. Like, I'm sorry. No, it's, it's not, we're not, no way. Oh my gosh, yeah, because... Looking at it, it's the Dodgers and the Giants. They're getting in one, two. Like, one of them's going to have to be a wild card. So there goes one wild card spot. And then maybe 
Reds, Brit, like Phillies gets a wild card. Cardinals, we still have to pass in our own division. Like it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be easy, and nobody ex- nobody is expecting it. So yeah, no one no one's really expecting it, but it's just this is what we do as Chicago fans. Every time, no matter what team it is, they could be so bad, so far out of it, and then someone will come out and be like, "Guys, there's twenty games left. If we win." All 20 will get the second wild card. It's like, no, it's not going to happen. How many teams need to lose in front of us? And I don't know. I mean, it's put it to bed. Uh, there's some teams, though, that are really struggling coming down the stretch, and one of them being the White Sox. Really? Tell us about it. White Sox, uh, 80 and 58, first in Central. First in AL Central, not a big deal. Um, they just beat the A's 6-3. Uh, A's have lost four straight. That's a slumping team. I just want to touch on like a little bit of White Sox. Um, I'm not as fluent in White Sox talk, but I've seen, I've noticed uh, quite a bit of Sox fans on Twitter getting upset with the team, uh, how they've been hitting. I think they took, or yeah, they lost two. If, yeah, they lost two to the Royals over the weekend seven to two and six nothing and then they beat them ten seven so it's just like it's the same shit with the white Sox where they they beat the good teams sometimes and then they'll lose like a close game but then when they play these garbage teams they get blown out and they can't hit and i don't know it's uh that's cause for concern what with uh october approaching and the astros and rays and yankees I think uh, the Astros are a very good team. Um, I'm I'm going to say I am a fan of the Astros as I once was almost employed by the Astros. Uh, rest in peace. Um, but yeah, the, the AL is a good division. AL is a very good division. Is I mean you got teams like the Rays who are just murdering it right now with 88 wins. Top I, top three teams in the in baseball right now are Dodgers, Giants, Rays. And I think Nelson Cruz, their deadline acquisition with the Twins going to the Rays, he's been killing it lately. Hitting hit it here. Yeah, he's he's like 38, 39 years old, hitting inside the park home run at Fenway two days ago. Nobody would have seen it coming, but hey, um, I like the Rays a lot. I think I, I'd love to see the Rays win a championship. If not, I want to see the uh, Giants because I just don't want to see the Dodgers. I if the White Sox make it, okay, fine. I'm just I still am not gonna root for you guys. Sorry. I gotta say that. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, anything else you wanna say about the White Sox? I mean, they're playing in a crappy division, so that's Yeah, I mean just the the teams they play and um let me see, they're playing the A's tonight again and then Yeah, I mean the season's wrapping up right now. They play the A's then they come home for Boston Angels. Yeah, like they're playing Boston, LA, Texas, Detroit, Cleveland. They have Cleveland one, two, three. They have seven games in a row against Cleveland at the end of the year. <laughs> uh, seven games, and then they play Detroit again. So it's like they play these hopscotch teams in whatever. I I I don't know. It's just uh. You kind of had that feeling in 2016 when the Cubs were going to win it, and, like, you kind of just knew. Like, again, watching every game, you were just like, what's going to happen today? Like, who's going to be the guy? And, like, with them, 
I don't know. It's just it just doesn't feel like maybe because I'm not like a Sox fan, but remember at the beginning of the year they were just like in the news for just all the wrong reasons and getting headlines and just it wasn't about the baseball and now that they kind of put it in gear got all that stuff out of the way but i don't know man it's gonna be heartbreaking for some kids and mainly ko but they got some more years i wouldn't worry about just this one year they got a few more at least three i'd have i'd say three or four more good years with this team yeah oh yeah yep all right uh that's the white Sox and cubs you know baseball it just seems like it's just baseball is super high during the summer. Like, you're everyone's a fan of baseball. Everyone's watching baseball. Everyone's paying attention. But once like football, you start hearing about football, baseball just goes way down the totem pole of interest. Football's all I'm caring caring about right now, in my opinion. But yeah. there are two other teams in Chicago that are doing, or three other teams in Chicago that are making some moves and. Uh, are going to be starting up their seasons too, too, or two also, or whatever. Um, the Blackhawks, the Bulls, and the Bears. So, James, what's going on with the Blackhawks? Blackhawks, um, uh, not, not much coming out of the Blackhawks camp, but in NHL news, uh, the NHL players are going to be allowed to be back in the Olympics, um, which will be good because those games are electric and I know the players want to play in those and um that world cup that they did on ESPN was such a joke they just they you need the Olympics back everybody else is playing so why not and then um the United Center says they're going to require proof of vaccination or proof of a negative COVID test uh I don't know I don't really know I like it I just don't really know what the logic really is like so you're gonna sh- like let pe- so people are gonna show their vaccine card but then you're just like you're letting non-vaccine people in still i mean what's the, what's the point of even having like people who know me yeah. know what i think about covid and what i think about masks i'm not even gonna get into it it's it's a joke everyone goes in the stadium wearing a mask but then they take it off right when they sit their seat like I mean, take a look at all the college football uh, stadiums this past weekend. What do you think? Yeah. Sports fans seem like they don't care too much. No. I mean, um, it's, uh, you know, people have their their ideas on it. And, I mean, I don't think they're going to make people wear masks in the net center. I think they're just going to, you know, show your vaccine card or, sure you're negative but i mean people still have the option to wear a mask people can wear a mask if they want um but yeah just some news around the united center um but they haven't really they haven't really said anything about uh uh anything regarding um the team making any other additions or um dylan strom what's going on with him they signed hagel they signed murphy the other day um, they kind of got their team squared squared off, but, but I don't know. Maybe another another wing or some more depth at um, defenseman wouldn't hurt. But yeah, I'm excited for the Blackhawks. Um, I'll actually watch them this season, and uh, yeah, I mean this might be the last run with this with um, you know Taze and Kane, and they just revamped this team. So I don't know if this is the year, if this is the last year, but I may be. Uh, I might place a future Stanley Cup on the Blackhawks. Why not? Why not do that? 
Um, I think you and I had a lot of fun last year just betting on the Hawks, watching Hawks when we were home. So that was a great time. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see when they uh, start playing. Their first game, official game, is uh, October 13th versus the Avalanche in Colorado. So first home game, October 19th versus the Islanders at home. So it's uh, coming up very soon. It's going to be good. And then the Bulls also made some uh, new signings to go along with their just great offseason, in my opinion. So they got DeRozan. They got, uh, well, it's DeBall Zach. So they got now DeMar DeRozan. DeRozan had trouble on the last episode about saying his last name. Don't know why. So DeMar, Lonzo, and then we got Zach Levine, and now we got um, Alize Johnson and Stanley Johnson. So the two Johnsons, not related, um, if you were thinking that. I'm not sure about Alize, but, um, or if, if that's how you say his name. Um, and then Stanley Johnson, he's been around the league, so I'm fine with that. But yeah, James wrote down in our notes, this team is deep, young, and has a slight experience. But I'd say not, not even just slight, they have pretty good experience uh, in this league. And I'm looking forward to watching the Bulls this year. It's going to be very fun. I have didn't watch many Bulls games last year, um, but this year I'm going to watch a lot more Bulls and Blackhawks. Yeah, I mean, I said I said slight experience just because you have guys like DeMar DeRozan, and Lonzo Ball, and Levine now, but, you know, how many big games have they been in? I guess DeRozan has been in the most, but, but and I guess Ball has been in a couple, but, you know, this they're young. And you know they got a good coach, they got a good GM. Everyone's saying they're a five seed, and I, I see no reason why they shouldn't be in the playoffs. Oh, if they don't make the playoffs, it's going to be a disappointment. They should make the playoffs, and I'd say a four or five seed. Yeah, I like that. Good, good, good. Yep. All right. Well, anything else about the Bulls? You, what do you think, Elise Johnson? I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. I really do. Yeah, it might be Alphazay, but I don't even. I, I don't even. I don't he the say. one interesting thing about John, uh, we'll call him A Johnson. Um, he looks exactly like Jimmy Butler. Oh yeah, yeah that was the picture I saw. Yeah, <laughs> which is super weird. But he he kind of looks like a mix between Jimmy Butler and Lamar Jackson. I swear. Ooh. Take a look. You gotta look that up. So people look up Elise Johnson and tell me he does not look like Lamar Jackson and Jimmy Butler. Uh, well, I mean, the picture, I'm looking at two. He's wearing a Brooklyn Nets jersey in one of them. Then he's wearing like a maroon and white sweatshirt. In the maroon and white sweatshirt, he looks like Jimmy Butler. And then in the Nets one, he looks kind of like Lamar Jackson. So just let me know what you think. Interesting uh, idea by me, you know, it doesn't really matter in the end, but hey, cool. All right, let's see when the Bulls' first game is. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the Bulls. It's going to be a fun year. I'm looking forward to seeing, um, having a capable point guard actually being able to dish out the ball to Levine and DeRozan and stuff like that. I think Lonzo's going to be good for us. Yeah. All right, Bulls' preseason starts October 5th right around the corner, and then shortly after that, October 20th, on the road uh, is our season opener versus the Detroit Pistons, and then the home opener is two days later at the uh, United Center, so 
Um, yeah, fans back at the United Center and at Soldier Field this year. Man, I am looking forward to it all. Uh, and I think we just got to jump into the Bears. First Bears oh, yeah. game this Sunday, James. Let's just let's go. I'm hyped. Dude, I mean, this is this is a large game and so of course it's Sunday night and of course we have to we have to go to LA. But you know what? This is what the, the our team does and don't want to think about it, but it kind of almost reminds me of that uh the pad the game we went and played the Packers on Sunday night week one. What we were like up like twenty four or twenty one nothing at half and then we lose like I don't know. It's uh, it's a Sunday night game. It's a very good team, very good defense in the Rams. And, yeah, I want to talk about our team. I want to talk about some surprise cuts. I want to talk about concerns at uh, cornerback. That's the main one for me. Go for it, bud. You, yeah, can, so you can ask me questions along the way. I'm ready. To start off, like, why? Like, is Daz Newsome on our practice squad? He is now, yes. Okay, so he's on our practice squad, and we can, like, bring him to our team whenever. Like, he can play if, he, if we need him. I assume, yes. If that's how the practice squad, squad works, then I assume it is, yes. Yeah, that's probably, that has to be. And, like, I don't know. You cut you cut Daz Newsom, a wide receiver you took, who honestly probably should have gone a little bit earlier. And he was, like, he was getting a lot of face time with the team when we drafted him. He was, they're posting on the Instagram, and, NFL people were saying like, "Damn, this guy, this guy was a good wide receiver at North Carolina, and he was like, I watched him a couple games, and to have him get cut, and now we have, you know, they and then they they put Rodney Adams, isn't he? He's on practice squad too, and he was like our best wide receiver in preseason. So now you're going into the season with Robinson, Mooney, Goodwin, um, Bird, um, you know, who, whoever else, but like." I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting cut and one that, that I really feel like he should have made the roster. Well, it was a cut, but they put him on the practice squad, which is something they can like they can do, and they do the young players um, just to keep them like within the system, just not on their active roster. Um, but I think I don't know the specific rules of practice squad, but I believe there is practice squad stealing. So another team can pluck Newsom from our practice squad if they'd like. Um, but yeah, it's just weird that they didn't uh, keep him on the roster, like like the 53-man. But it seems like their wide receiver room was just so packed to begin with. Yeah, I guess. I mean... Who I, is Nisimba like Webster? Yeah, like, I don't know, they grabbed Perriman the other day. Yeah, they got Perriman, too. I'd rather have Newsom over Perriman. Perriman, they hype him up every year, and he's never good. Sorry, I'm sorry, uh, Brashad. I mean, you've not produced over a 1,000-yard season, I don't think, in the NFL, and you've been here for four or five years, maybe? I don't know. But I'll stay at check that. You keep talking. What do you like? I'm looking at the corner, the cornerback position in here, and we have... We have Jalen Johnson, who's going to have – he should have a big year. He was very good last year. He's one of the best rookie, if not the best rookie corner. And I don't know, man. We're, we're relying on Kendall Vildor and, and Shelly to step up big. Uh, 
Um, I, I, I really miss, I, I kind of miss Kyle Fuller a little bit now. I saw, I saw some rumors that they were looking at, like maybe bringing back Bryce Callahan, but that's why I think maybe, um, maybe they do grab someone. Cause I know they just reworked someone's deal and they just freed up some money. And, uh, I don't think Richard Sherman has a team right now. He does, yeah. I think he got signed to the 49ers. Really? Yep. Yeah, I, I think that's true. I will fact yeah, check I mean, it. Yeah, it's true. We have this. There's some other issues with this team, not just, you know, I know everyone wants fields right now and this, that, but, you know, our old line is our old line's a little bit banged up. And uh, I just read something on that B. Goldman that says uh, it's Eddie Goldman said out last year and then I just heard that he's dealing with an injury and his status for the Rams game and beyond is in question first injury report comes out later today so we'll see what happens but yeah I'm excited for this team I'm excited for Sunday um, what, what are your projections what do you think what do you think goes what do you think happens uh, first of all, I think Richard Sherman is not on the 49ers anymore. Uh, I think he got dropped, but I swear I saw something on ESPN bottom line that he got re-signed, but I don't think he's on a team. So we can get Richard Sherman, but he also just had like some, uh, problem with the law this summer. So we might want to do that burglary, burglary, domestic violence. Uh, yeah, I was, forgot about that. Yeah, so. They probably don't want him. I mean, but whatever. Uh, also, interesting side note. I have I made a bunch of years ago, like, an NFL, like, throughout time, like, convict team. Like, my team would not lose. We would, my team, I if somebody wants to talk about my NFL convict roster, I have, like, depth charts and stuff of, like, each position. Um, everyone I listed, their, like, crime and stuff would happen. Uh, my team's my team would be unstoppable. We would not lose. I'm I'm telling you. And I could add so many more players to this roster. I probably made it back in like 2013. So if anyone wants to talk about that, let me know. Um, Bears, it's gonna be a tough first week. Um, I mean, I I think the what's the line? It's uh, seven and a half the spread right now. I think we're gonna lose by a touchdown or two. Like I'm sorry, it's but. It's it's Stafford. I think Stafford's gonna really enjoy being in Los Angeles, um, and I think Donald or yeah, Aaron Donald's good. I think the secondary of the Rams is also good. Um, it's gonna be a tough. It's gonna be a tough one. But I think we're gonna we're not gonna look like terrible. We're not gonna be the worst team. Um, but I think Andy Dalton goes like like maybe two touchdowns, one interception. Montgomery has like like maybe a hundred yards, maybe like eighty five yards and a touchdown. So I say Bears score I'd say they score twenty one points, but the Rams score like thirty four points, something like that. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, but I'm not super confident in this first game. Um second game, we're gonna win. Like I'll be there in attendance, Bengals, Bears. We're going to win that one. But first game, it's just going to be rough, in my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, it, there's a good chance it's rough. But um, 
I will be. I'll, I'll bet the Bears for sure. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Oh, I'm, I'll bet them. Yeah, for sure. Why not? But um, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna be looking forward to it. it do it's seven and a half. Do I can see the Rams beating us by seventeen. I can see us losing by three. Um, I can see it all. But what sticks out to me is probably the under the most. Just because I mean, you look at we've played them a couple seasons in a row and. I remember at Soldier Field, I think it was like 15-10. And then last year, I think they beat us. I think we put up like six or maybe 10 points. So I'd say if you're looking to bet, maybe go Bears spread um, and under. I'm probably going to go Bears money line because I'm crazy. But, um, yeah, go Bears. Yeah, I'll say, I'm going to say I will bet Bears um, plus seven and a half. I'd say I'm... Uh, I'm gonna go Bears. Um, and I'm not. I don't bet like spreads or anything. I'm usually just a money line guy. So plus seven and a half for our novice viewers and a novice uh talker in me, James. Uh, that would be that would mean that the Bears would have to uh lose or win the game and or lose by less than seven and a half points, right? Okay, yeah, we're going with that one. I'm happy about that. Yep. Okay. But uh, I think this Bears team is going to be pretty good this year. I think David Montgomery goes for 1,400 yards, 10 touchdowns. I think Al Robinson's got 1,200 yards receiving. And then I think Mooney's got like 850 or something like that. So I think Montgomery's going to be awesome this year. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. All right. Yeah. I mean, cornerback. I agree with you. We're looking at. Our, I'm looking at the notes. Yeah. Concerns. Quarterbacks. Cornerbacks. You got Johnson. Um, Vildor. He's probably still there. Uh, did they still have Barty Burns? Right. They still got Barty Burns. Shelly. Okay. Yep. All right, well, uh, I think that's good for the Bears. It's going to be a tough week, first week, but um, if we have time, I'd like to do another podcast after the first weekend. I'd like just like we did last year, like have once-a-week podcast during the football season. That was really fun. I'd like to keep doing that if you're down. Oh, yeah, we're definitely, yeah, once we're in season, we're in season. Yeah, exactly. We're in season now. The season starts today, folks. Uh, technically tomorrow, but today's the day. Um yeah, so I, I think we're good on the Bears for now. It's going to be a tough first week, but I'm really looking forward to see coming out and seeing some of the guys just run around. Like, It's not the same in preseason seeing like Montgomery or uh, Mooney run around. Let's see, I want to see Komet like, out on the field catching a pass or two. Let's see what happens. Um, give me some Roquan. Give me Roquan 10-plus tackles. Like, If I could bet on that, I would. Um I think I it's gonna be just awesome watching NFL week one. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. And I think that takes us into our NFL topic, James. Uh are you just hyped for the Cowboys? Um we got Cowboys and Buccaneers tomorrow, and we got a full slate of games on Sunday, and then we got a Monday night game between the Ravens and the Raiders. Um, just give me some highlights about some games that you're just really, really looking forward to. Games I am looking forward to. Well, it's going to start off with, well, 
this is this conversation this NFL talk is mainly centered on NFL, but it's also gonna be Sam and I are gonna deliver some picks for any of you um who desperately need some some W's. So the games that are catching my eye right now are I like that Pittsburgh Buffalo game just because um I have a I took over eight and a half Steeler wins and I think it's very uh doable if you look at the Steelers schedule. But you look at this week one and uh you get your classic, you know, um Philly's playing Atlanta, um Minnesota Cincy, um San Francisco at Detroit. That'll be a good game for your guy Dan Kinner. And then you look down and there's there's one game that I think is is bad. The odds aren't what they should be on this game and I think uh I think the Chargers are going to beat um, the football team pretty easily um, on Sunday. So I think Chargers' money line is a very good pick. And I'd say um, I'm looking forward to that Green Bay-New Orleans game in Jacksonville. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. I'm I'm just looking forward to every single game. But uh, I really I, – I love you. I sent you pictures of my picks, but to remember a few of mine – I think I have Carolina beating the Jets. I have Jaguars beating Texans. I have Minnesota over the Bengals. And then uh, that was just one of my bets. But running down the list of teams, like, uh, let's see. So if I had to give my, like, confidence pool right now, my picks, run through them, I'm going Bucks over Cowboys, Colts over Seahawks, Jaguars over Texans, Falcons over Eagles, Washington football team, I'm going against you, James. They're going to beat the Chargers. They're at home. I think it's going to be a football team dub. I'll go Bills, too. I'm probably going straights here. Um, but I think if you want to take a big risk, James thinks Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Lions, is all talk. I'd go I, – I don't think he is. I think the Lions, honestly, I think they're going to sneak out a, a win week one versus the 49ers. Why not? They're at home. I think something's going to happen. I think Amon Ra St. Brown is going to score a touchdown. And I think the Lions are going to beat the 49ers. That's my uh, just super long shot bet of the week. But then, I mean, yeah, I got. I think I got Cardinals over Texan, or Titans. I think that's another interesting game this year, or th- this week. I think Kyler Murray is going to win the MVP this year. I'll throw my bet down now. Kyler Murray, MVP this year. Right. Yeah, and then I think uh, Packers beat Saints. Um, that I bet the over um, for Packers and Saints over fifty. I think they're going to be scoring. I don't trust the Packers or the Saints defense that much. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to sling it around. Give me two touchdowns for Devonte Adams. Give me two touchdowns or three touchdowns for Kamara. I think that one's going to just be a high scoring game in Jacksonville. We'll see, but um, yeah. Uh, what what about you? Any other bets? I have my uh, when we want to do a, l- a little segment too. Um, one over, one under, one and one spread, and then one money line. Are you ready for that, James? Yeah, here I'm gonna dish, I'm gonna give mine out. Yeah. Um. Then here's let me get mine up. Uh, okay. And my spread pick for the week is Dolphins plus three. I think it's the best one on the board. Playing uh, New England on the road, 
Uh, Miami's defense is supposed to be really good this year. I really like Miles Gaskin. I, I don't really like Tua that much, but you know I trust their defense. Um, give me the Dolphins plus three, and then yeah, my money line. I'm going Chargers money line minus one ten. Great value with all this Herbert talk and Eckler and Keenan Allen. Um, so yeah, I should. We should see a Chargers maybe maybe dub there, and then my under. Arizona, Tennessee, under 52. I saw some stat. I think it was Arizona on road unders. Had like one loss last year, maybe seven or more wins. So um, under in, under in uh, Tennessee. And then, yeah, and then my over pick is Green Bay, New Orleans over. That will be, there will be points in that game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't start off slow, so. All right. I like that. All right, I I did not make them, but I'm going to do them on the fly. I have no access to, like, see any of the numbers right now, so I'm just, like, looking online. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to say just a random one. Let's go Falcons-Eagles over 48 points. So that's my one over. Let's see. Um, An under, I'd go with... Let's see. It's going to be a crappy game. This I'm going to write these down and then take our records. We're going to take our records all season. Over. All right. Beautiful. I like it. Good idea. Okay, so you got that first one? Over 48 Falcons, Eagles? Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I should have prepared better. I will prepare better in uh, other weeks. So that was my over. Okay, so... I guess I've that's that one's good. Now I gotta get an under. Uh, it's tough. I don't like betting unders, um, but I'd have to go with. Uh, why not do an under in the Detroit game? Under, uh, under forty five Detroit and the Forty Niners. Okay, and then the football team, uh, plus or yeah, plus one and a half football team doing that. Yep, okay. it's my spread, and then just go straight up money line. Uh, let's go money line Panthers. Give me it. Pl- that. Uh, actually, that's a pretty crappy. Uh, that's a pretty crappy. Uh, what about bears? Bears. Just take bears, or how about um, how about money line? How about AZ Cardinals? Oh yeah, let's do that. I got them winning. So yep, money line Cardinals. Let me tell you what it is. Uh, Cardinals money line plus one thirty five. That's pretty good value. Yeah, I mean, I have them in... I sent James a picture on my 12... Or it was like a, a 10 or a 12-leg parlay for NFL uh, opening week. Um, I have the Cardinals winning in that one. That's probably going to be one of the toughest uh, games of the whole parlay. So it's only a dollar, but I mean, I'll make $99 off of it um, with that huge parlay. But yeah, I think, I think Cardinals are going to be great this year. I just... I love Kyler Murray. Holy cow. He's one he's quarterback in one of my leagues. But I think he's going to pass for 4000 yards and rush for 1000 yards this year. Like I totally see that. It's in the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
All right, so what were the picks? Give me both the um, yours and mine again. Okay, I wrote, I wrote them down. Okay. Um, mine is Dolphins plus three, Chargers money line, Arizona under, Green Bay over, Sam's, uh, Atlanta over, Niners under, Washington football team plus one and a half, uh, Cardinals plus 135 money line. Yeah. I love it. I like them. I'm I'm probably gonna lock those in. I'm I actually, yeah, I gotta lock those in now. Send me a pic of that. I'll or post it on the uh, Instagram. I like that. Yeah, I'll post it on the Instagram for our listeners, for our guys. Guys, if you guys want to make some easy money, I'm telling you, look at NFL Week One. Start looking at college football, and don't be afraid to don't be afraid to back a, a big college football favorite by twenty. Don't be afraid to you know. If you have, if you have a feeling that one of these NFL games looks funky, rip it and rip that money line that's fat because I'm telling you last week one it was just I could post my my or a picture of my account but last week one oh my god bro like it's just they just don't know how to make the lines sometimes and when they make these lines for player props and overs and team totals and stuff they haven't seen anything they they saw preseason but they don't know what these offenses look like. So before they like can catch up, the books catch up. Week one's pretty important if you wanna if you wanna make some money. All right. Just some tips. Just some tips. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, I'm yeah, I just can't wait till football starts tomorrow. Uh Bucks, Cowboys. Um, that'll be a great game. I think C D Lamb goes for two touchdowns. Let's start off hot for the fantasy team. Yeah, give me the Bucks easily. Yeah, easy, for sure. Um uh, you want to run through fantasy teams? Or you want to talk about some NCAA? Yeah, we. I'll just run through my starting lineup really quick in our league. Yeah, and then you can do yours. I'll say, um, Russell Wilson, Aaron Jones, James Robinson, Terry McLaurin, Odell, Chase Claypool, Travis Kelsey, Raheem Mostert, Steelers D, Harrison Bucker. All right, I got Kyler, Najee Harris, David Montgomery. Devonte Adams, Ceedee Lamb, Lavisca Chenault. I'd say ninety-five catches for Lavisca this year. Uh, Kyle Pitts, uh, Callaway, Marquez Callaway, the uh, Saints, Ravens D, and uh, Cairo Santos. I'm just gonna be happy whenever the Bears score a point this year. I'm just gonna be happy. Hey, we we got our kicker. Yeah, we do. We rat. I think we have five years next or for this guy. Five years, sixteen million five years man i'll take it played well last year all right so now on to ncaa football uh notre dame squeaked out a win um on i think it was sunday night yes sunday mm-hmm. um and yeah they're, that was versus florida state florida state had a chance to go up by three kicker missed the field goal tough tough loss um but i mean good for you guys james yeah i mean we'll take it uh, pretty ugly win, horrific that they didn't cover. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, I'll take I'll take the win. I was pretty. It just didn't sit right with me that they just couldn't cover the eight. Like they're up eighteen going into the fourth quarter and let them tie the game in the fourth. So I don't know. They got to fix it. It's just conservative play calling, and I don't know. These coaches are so stupid sometimes. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I mean, UCLA, my one, I think UCLA is my favorite team right now. My parents went to UCLA. UCLA is so good. They're great. I bet them the first two weeks. I've been very happy with my outcomes. Um, They're ranked 16 in the nation now. Uh, They beat LSU at home last week. Honestly, I really like uh, UCLA's look this year, and I haven't looked at their schedule, but I assume it's not very hard because the Pac-12, and they're not that good. Um, So, yeah, I'm riding UCLA. Um, Illinois beat Nebraska at home their first week. This is my second favorite team in the college. Uh, Illinois beat Nebraska, then lost to uh, Texas San Antonio the second week. Uh, so yeah, tough, tough Jeez. for you, Vide. They just can't. They're just a very inconsistent team. They're not that good. So we don't even have to talk about them anymore. Yeah, that's that's brutal. Yeah, that's a brutal loss. Yeah, it sure is. But I mean, we got Virginia next Saturday. Um, and yeah, I mean, the one bet I took. I think I just did like money line or spread uh, Notre Dame versus Toledo. I think that's uh, that's an easy one. Yeah, I mean, um, the only thing I'd say about NCAA is like, if you're gonna bet NCAA, look for a team like uh, like North Carolina, who just who just like they're supposed to be good. Sam Howell's supposed to be sick. They just got blown out. Um, or they just got beat by Virginia Tech. And now they are going. Um, now they play at home against Georgia State, and they're favored by twenty six. I'm I'm gonna lay that twenty six because you see these teams that are coming off a, a brutal week one loss. They have to get it turned around. A team like North Carolina will, and then there was another team. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, like a team like. Uh, yeah, like Florida. Florida just won. They're playing Southern Florida this week, and they're twenty-eight favorite point favorites. Like, lay it with Florida. Uh, they'll they'll murder this team, and it's kind of a little system I'm trying out. But all right, yeah, I like it. See cool. All right, well, we got uh the fall is coming soon. It's start of September, um, and that means baseball, football, hockey, basketball. They're all going to be playing at the exact same time. And if you're a sports fan, the fall is the best. I can't. I'm just looking forward to the next few months. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's, uh, and, yeah, I'll be back in a couple more. I'll be back in, like, a month for that Bears game. I'm hyped. Yeah, it's going to be sick. We're going uh, Bears-Lions. Could be Fields' first game. You never know. I'm, I'll bet on it. Um, I think he's going to start that game, uh, the first game versus the Lions, let him get a little easier opponent. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just hyped. I can't wait. I got my fantasy teams are all ready to go. Um, dang, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, James. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Any last words? Um, no last words. Just, uh, everybody have a good weekend. Have a safe weekend. And, uh, Go Bears! Let's get this. Let's get this money. Go, uh, go Notre Dame, and um, always bet responsibly. Yeah, bet responsibly. We'll be posting our picks on our Instagram. Make sure you follow us at Windy City Wire Podcast. Um, we'll get those up there, and we'll, we'll hopefully make you some money. We'll see what happens. Yes, sir. All right, Jamo. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I'm Sam Tanaglia, and this is James Marisi. Uh, Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Windy City Wire podcast. We'll be bringing them to you 
uh, every week now in the fall because we are in season with the Bears and we're really looking forward to it. So from Sam and James, thanks for tuning in.